Hey everyone, welcome to the Earn Your Life podcast with David Fernandez Jr. Here we are once again. I'm excited about this episode because we have a very special friend of mine here with us today. We've known each other for 11 plus years. His name is Mauricio Mendoza. He's an entrepreneur, an actor, but most importantly, he is a, a very special, amazing man, beautiful soul, a brother that I respect and admire a lot. Mauricio, thank you so much for being on my show today. Oh, my brother, David Fernandez Jr., uh, as I call you, DF, I love you to pieces, my brother. It is truly my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, As you well know, my my love for you, brother, is endless. You're one of the few people that I can say that I've had a one of the most honest relationships um, yeah. that I've had with an actor in, in, in you know, yes. in so many years that I've been in this industry, you're very loyal. You live with integrity. You're just awesome all around, my brother. So uh, I think thank that's you. why our friendship still exists. You know, for sure, you a lot for of sure. integrity. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate that. And, and you know, the feelings mutual, man, we're mirrors to each other. We're, we're kind of like on the same journey, you know what I'm saying? As far as personal growth and, following our dreams and accomplishing our goals and so on and so forth. So it's pretty cool to have another brother that's, that's on the same journey with me, especially in the business um, in Hollywood. You know what I mean? So I actually have to say this, bro, um, to my listeners. um, I had a very um, powerful experience when I barely met you, bro, because when I first started off 11 years ago, uh, you know, I, I got hired to do this independent film and we were filming down in Mexico and in Ensenada to be exact. And when I found out that you were a part of the of the cast, brother, I was like intimidated. I was like blown away because I had grown up watching a TV show with you starring in it called Resurrection Boulevard. And, you know, I love that show, bro. That was a powerful show for me. Like, I wish it would have never ended type of deal. You know what I mean? Because I, 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 li- I watched it religiously. And here I am working with you on my first independent film, brother. And we had an amazing experience down there. But what I would love my listeners to, to know is that when we came down back from Mexico to San Diego, we actually took the, the same car down. And uh, I had an opportunity to kind of pick your brain and just ask you um, questions regarding the industry and so on and so forth. And what I really appreciated was your truth. Um, you're just you're honest and you sharing your experience and it just it, it just came from a real place bro and it still holds up to this day like I don't forget some of the things that you mentioned to me that you know made sense on my journey um, in this career man and so I just want to thank you for that really oh well thank you buddy well you know you and I have had so many discussions throughout the years and and, yeah. and for me you know Ego doesn't serve anybody. And I don't, I don't, I don't live in a place of ego. I don't Mm -hmm. think I'm better than anybody. Um, Acting is just what I do. It's not who I am. It, it, it it doesn't define who I'm going to be. Um, I, I was very blessed to be raised by a beautiful mother and father Mm -hmm. who raised, there's five brothers, right? And all of us, um, were were raised to to care for people and humanity, yes. and it was never about you know us and how we'll, you know mm-hmm. they raised us to to always be of service and to and to always be open to to growth and yeah. um, and so when you and I met, brother, I mean we laughed a lot. I remember yeah, that I trip back in that car. I remember how much fun it was, and yeah. and it's just 
human beings having a, a human experience. And that's, that's what it's all about, my brother. You, you know, know what? I, I, I love that. You know, it, it is. I mean, I listen, I'm, I'm blessed that I've been able to work in this business for 30 years. I've, yeah. I've been able to make a living out of it, but I don't treat anybody less than, you know. Well, um, well you know what I love? I have to say what I love that you just shared right now is that you're kind of letting uh, my listeners um, into like the Hollywood world. Right. And one thing that that, I, you know, that I always say as well when I go speak or, you know, events or whatever the case is, is that, you know, what we do as far as acting in Hollywood is just a job. Like we, we're artists and we get a chance to express ourselves and create and build, you know, these characters and try to bring, you know, humanity into them or bring life into them right and so it's it's kind of crazy because obviously the perception of hollywood and what you know what comes with all of that but that's kind of what you broke for me um that first time that i was doing the independent film because i did look at you like oh my god like dang and you by you being honest and by you just kind of being a, a, as real as possible brother where we were just you broke the ice and you made me feel comfortable that made me respect and admire you so much more because it taught me such a huge lesson. And I've carried that with me throughout my 11 years in the career, brother. So, so just know that, you know, you keep showing up like that, brother, you're, you're, you're role modeling for, for a lot of people. And so I want to honor you um, for that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you, David. Well, you know, uh, I've experienced, I've met celebrities, I've worked with celebrities and, Mm -hmm. I've always, you know, you learn from watching also. And I, yeah. and when I would get a celebrity that would be, you know, standoffish or, yeah. you know, or wouldn't want to talk or, or, or just, you know, you just feel their ego feeling like they're yeah. better than, than me. I said, you know what? I am never going to be that person. I would mm. see, I mean, it's like a, a reflection of going, never will I ever, ever be that. So I also yeah. was taught by people who sometimes either they didn't know they were doing it or they just knew what they were doing and they didn't care. Yeah. And um, I made a decision long time ago that uh, I wasn't that guy. And also know and remember this, I, I come from the theater also. And yeah. the theater is also, about it's about community. It's about collaboration. It's about mm-hmm. creating that world. And mm-hmm. there's, you know, for me, that that training has also gone into my television training because there is nothing like the theater. The community that the theater creates does not yeah. exist the same way in Hollywood. You know, yeah. in theater, you're rehearsing 12 hours a day and you're together as a cast. Yeah. So either you grow together or you sing together. In Hollywood, you go in and you do your scenes and you leave. So it's not like you're spending the whole day with people. So it, 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 I, that's Resurrection Boulevard. We shot for three years and and for a long time, a lot of us wouldn't see each other, you know, but it was a show that went on for three years and we grew to love each other and to get to know each other. And there's going to actually, there's going to be a reunion, um, uh, be a zoom with, uh, with a Hispanic lifestyle. They're getting cast together. For a reunion. I'm excited about that, brother. I'm yeah. definitely joining that, man. I, I, yeah, I'm, I already talked to Dennis about that. I'm, I'm super excited about it. You know what's crazy is that um, it, we're, we're a lot alike, brother, because for me, um, it's, it's wild because I, I've kind of always been an empath and I always kind of remember how I felt um, through, through experiences, right? So experiences, having experiences like I did with you and, uh, you know, some other actors early in my career, I, 
I always told myself, you know what, like, because I, I started off as an extra, bro. You know, I, I did uh, extra work and, you know, I would look at the, the, the stars and I'm just like, wow, man, like one day I hope to be able to to bring a character to life like that. You know what I'm saying? I was just all excited. But I remember uh, how I felt. And so it's crazy because I'll give you a, a short little story that kind of sums up what we both are talking about right now is that I was on the I was on the TV show Fear the Walking Dead and you know I'm I'm this outlaw and these 100 zombies are coming at me and I'm going to shoot them along with two of my other outlaw buddies with like you know AK47 whatever whatever long story short I I I saw and noticed how um you know they were telling the extras not to talk to us right and one thing I've always done brothers I remember how it, how it felt to be an extra so um, anytime that I'm in a, a you know, I, I have the opportunity to be able to break the ice, I do so. And so I'll always go to the extras and say hi to them and, you know, just, you know, just quick little highs and talk to them, connection, whatever, whatever. And you totally notice this shift from like, you know, oh, I can't talk to them to like, oh, man, he's cool. He talks to me and they feel like I feel like they even feel more connected to us. And then ultimately that that you know improves the scene. And so why, why I say that is because. Um, you know, we're, we, I'm supposed to be eaten alive by like 100 zombies because I run out of ammunition on Fear the Walking Dead, right? And while we were doing so, I felt a lot of the exes were holding back when we did the first rehearsal, right? So at that point, you know, I, I, I broke the ice and I was like, hey, you know, got to meet us for everybody. So jump on in and join in, right? And then everybody started cracking up. But there was this energy where like, it felt like, at that point, when you know I broke the ice, it felt like, oh man, like they felt more comfortable, and because they felt more comfortable, and it wasn't this like hierarchy, or there wasn't this like, oh he's he's an actor and I'm just an extra bullshit because we need everybody for that for the scene to to come alive. Then it even took it to another level, and everyone's playing around, having a good time, and then when it came to business, you know they showed up even more, and I thought that was so beautiful, bro. So like. I respect that a lot because that's, we're just humans. We're like, we're just going through this experience. You know what I mean? It happens to be a job and to be able to like welcome people and, and have them be part of the community, which they are, I think is a beautiful, a beautiful thing, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Tony Robbins says it the best. Learn to be interested more than interesting. Yes. You know, so uh, I've always taken that on. And one of the most difficult thing for us, uh, for Jennifer and I, is when our publicists are with us, which is something that we need, as you well know, in the business. But Mm -hmm. when we're with our publicist, there are rules that they want us to abide by. Uh, yeah. which is let people cannot approach us unless they right. say, okay, because they're trying. Right. So it's hard for us sometimes yeah. out there with the, with our publicists, because we know that they got to do their job. And, yeah. uh, and there's, there's, there's a, a, a wall that they, they put there for our protection sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. man, it's a hard wall for us. Because we're so, sure. we're so people oriented, Jennifer and I, we love people. We love to be, a, and you know me, brother, I love yeah. laughter. I look for laughter yeah, every for day. Sure. If I can bring laughter or if I can laugh, man, I've made my day complete. And yeah, uh, brother. so, uh, you know, uh, uh, for me, when, when you tell me that story, uh, I, I'm glad that you are the way you are. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, there, there is no accident why you and I are still friends 11 years exactly. later. And you yeah. know that the person who hired us in that movie, um, you know, unfortunately, I am no longer friends with that person. Yeah. You know, 
and he was a very good friend. Uh, but also, you know, why I, I say that is because you sometimes outgrow people in, in, in a way that it has to serve your, your purpose in life. For sure. And For my sure. purpose is to include, to collaborate, to yeah. love. And it's all about inclusion. And you know that I produce movies and you, yeah. when you see our movies, it's all about inclusion and collaboration. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's crazy just to bring perspective to my listeners. I want you to know the, the brother Marisa is speaking right now, man. He's, he's been on tons, all the major TV shows, um, you know, he, he worked with the best of the best Johnny Depp in the movie blow. Like your, your, your resume brother is, uh, is just really, really, uh, strong, bro. Like you, you've really, you know, done a lot of beautiful work throughout the years. And so I want my audience to know that because, um, you know, what you're sharing right now is, is very important and, uh, yeah, brother, it is about community. It is about family. And, uh, you know, I want to dive into a little bit more of that when it comes to, to you brother and your journey like man what got you to 11 11 you know what i'm saying what what got you brought you to this show like what is it that um that you've been through that kind of got you to where you're at now and where you're headed well in in two words jennifer barons mm, that's love it beautiful wife jennifer is uh, one of the most spiritual people I've known in my life, uh, besides my mother. Um, yeah. And Jennifer has been wanting to do this show for the last two years. Okay. I, and I didn't want to. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you why. Um, I, I didn't want Facebook or Instagram. I didn't, I didn't want it to become this platform about me, 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 look at me, look at me, I can yeah. do this. And so I always tell Jen, you know, uh, David, and if you look at my social media as of two years ago, I was, I'm not on social media that much. Yeah. And all of a sudden yeah. I am. And um, it was Jen, when this COVID thing hit and we found ourselves not going to auditions and we find ourselves figuring out what are we going to do? How we're not going to be able to produce. We're not going to be able to audition. What yeah. are we going to do? And Jennifer go says, well, why don't we do the, 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 the conversations with, with Jen and Mao? Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I said, because of what we were going through, I'm like, you know what, babe? I actually think this is the best time for it. I go. think that what we have to say could actually help people out. And not only that, but they can also help us through this COVID thing, because maybe there's yeah. something, things that we can learn from other people. So yes. yeah, let's do it. And she was so happy because she'd been after me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and literally it just started as this little small thing on our phones. And mm -hmm. it's, uh, I, I started go realizing, wow, I mean, people really were hungry for this yeah. and it, it's grown. Now we're streaming it now. And uh, yeah, and I'll, I'll tell you, Jennifer's journey of uh, she's found spirituality many years ago. Mm -hmm. For me, it's been it's been a journey. Um, and I'll tell you, I've I've wrestled with anxiety um, yeah. back since 1999. I found I actually was diagnosed with um, generalized anxiety disorder. And okay. uh, I, I didn't know. I always knew that, I, that there was something I would get anxious and, but anxious to a point where like it was debilitating. Yeah. And I didn't and explain that brother, explain that for, for my, for my listeners, I, I, like give an example. Okay. 
uh, I'd be on a set, right? Yeah. I was doing a series back back in '99 uh, yeah. um, called Angeles for Telemundo, and I remember the first time it hit me. I was on a scene and I was forgetting my lines and I felt like I was passing out. Mm. I felt like I was losing control of my breath. I felt like I was losing my shit. Got it. Got it. And I was really scared, yeah. but like everybody, I just thought, okay, it's just, I'm just, I'm just having a moment. I'm, I'm nervous because of the scene or I'm nervous because yeah. I'm going to forget my lines. So I put it on everything else. It wasn't until the season got, can- uh, got canceled. I came back home and I was at a 24-hour fitness working out. And brother, I was working out in the middle of my workout. I was I was bench pressing. Mm-hmm. I got the worst headache of my life. Mm-hmm. I literally and I had to put the, the 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 weight down, but it was a headache like the pounding was so was so much that I, I felt like I needed to call the doctor. Okay. So I go downstairs um, when there were no cell phones at that point. Yeah. So I went into I called a payphone and I called 911. Wow. Because it was that bad. Yeah. Because my, I felt like my body, I was having an audio body experience. Yeah. And um, they call me and they tell me, I think we, we think you're having an anxiety attack. I don't think you need to come to the, you know, we don't need an ambulance or anything, but you do need to get yourself to a, to a, a clinic. So I did. I went to the Toluca Health Center. Uh-huh. And sure enough, the guy goes, yeah, you're having an anxiety attack. You wow. need to see, you need, you need to see a, a, a therapist. Uh, wow. And from that moment on, I learned I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. and and uh, and I started learning more about it through the years. I started taking cognitive behavioral classes, and started realizing that a lot of the self talk and the self sabotage and the mm-hmm. self the negative thinking and the negative words and the 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 stuff that I was telling myself was creating that world for me wow and and that's where my path really started yeah about learning about cognitive because you know in junior high and high school we are not taught behavioral cognitive behavioral we pick up everything from our parents and their parents pick it from their parents my dad was an alcoholic uh, um you know until he passed away my dad was an alcoholic so i i i grew up with parents that loved me but definitely you know had yeah their issues right so when i was going through this i didn't know who i could talk to i was really i was really scared but what it gave me what it was a sort of a catalyst in my life where it gave me the tools to to face it right on and find help and which is what i did and uh i've began to understand through the years now that i will always speak about my anxiety I will always help people. I will never keep anything shut. Yeah. Because if anything I can say will save a life, I've lived a good life. Yeah, brother. You know, yeah. it ain't about the last movie I made. It ain't about the last audition, my last callback. Yeah. That's just what I do. I always want to be of service. I always want to be here for my friends. I, that's just who I am. Yeah. Um, and and um, so I've always ma- always made a mission that anxiety is something that I'll always talk about. Yeah. Always. And which is um, why we're here. Yeah. And uh, self-talk is so important mm-hmm. to resolve in our lives, mm-hmm. David, mm-hmm. because we all have those voices in our heads. Absolutely. That's those sabotaging voices yeah. that exist. Yeah. And if you don't get help through the years that, you know, I was, what, 25 when it finally, it caught up to me. Yeah. And it caught up to me because I was the most successful I'd ever been. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was, I was literally comparing myself 
to the other stars because the other yeah. stars were getting everything. I wasn't getting the poster. I wasn't getting, yeah. I wasn't in the front. I was not the featured series regular. I was like worrying about things that were so minute, yeah. but in my reality, they were so big. Mm-hmm. And, um, which is why I've relaxed through the years, man. Yeah. It, it's just, I am just grateful to be on a set. Yeah, yeah. I've learned to be grateful for every moment. Every job is is just an opportunity. Yeah. And and uh, I, I I'm always and Jennifer is we're always looking for to better ourselves to mm-hmm. to grow. We look at Tony Robbins. We look at Dean Graciosi, Bob Proctor. Uh, yeah. uh, I mean, you name it, Les Brown. Yeah. Uh, you name it. We've we listen to to um, to all of them. Um, because we we know that change can only happen if you want to change. Yeah. You got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. To for growth, and uh, we've definitely stepped out of our comfort zone, and um, yeah, specifically me you, um, to to be here today. You know what's crazy, brother? I really appreciate you sharing that, and I feel right now lately. I don't know why there's a lot more people that are starting to talk about their anxiety and their panic attacks. And I can really resonate with that as well. Like the last four years, I've really been, um, you know, going for my dreams and, you know, stepping into the unknown. And I think that, you know, for, for my listeners, brother, when it comes to anxiety, I'll share what I've learned along the way as well is that, you know, when you're stepping into the unknown, our brain physically is wired to keep us safe. And right. I'm talking about the subconscious mind, not the conscious mind, not not the things that we're thinking about, but the programs that are already in us. So anytime we step outside of the unknown, our brain is going to be like, hey, what are you doing? Get your ass back here. Like, what are you doing? And it'll, and it'll create fear. And ultimately, the brain will, the, whatever the brain is feeling and whatever state the, the subconscious mind is in, the body will follow. And it's crazy because... I'm listening to your story and I, I even can think like, man, like maybe there is a possibility of like, you know, your, 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 a fear of like success or even fear of like failure of what you were accomplishing, because you did mention that it was at the height of your career. Right. So yep. that's to me, that's pretty wild because for me, the way I connected is I ended up in a freaking emergency room four times, my brother four times and the last time was a very spiritual experience for me but in a nutshell what i realized i had this like super clear realization in the emergency room bro and what it was was oh my god i'm creating all of this yep i've been creating all of it i I didn't have nothing was wrong with me brother like physically nothing was wrong with me and so they ultimately ended up with that same diagnosis. It's like you were having an anxiety attack or a panic attack. And I was like, man, like it just hit me so hard. And so it's wild because, you know, a lot of people think that once you put light into the darkness or you discover um, what, what it might be, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be erased and done and gone forever. Right. The only thing is that I feel that our body will always tell us, what um you know where we're at right so if we're not at ease if somehow there's either pain or you know anxiety showing up or whatever the case is it's it's trying to teach us something and for us to be able to surrender 
and really, really just drop down to our hearts and just kind of be open to receiving whatever you need to receive to understand better um, and to, you know, to continue that, that work or that journey. I think that's the most beautiful thing in the world. Easier said than done, though, because no one teaches us this, bro. Who talks about well, anxiety? Who talks about panic attacks? Who talks about all that? That's right, brother. I mean, you know, I'm also in the in the financial world now, uh, Jennifer and I, and they don't even teach, uh, you know, financial literacy in right. California. We're one right. of the five states that does not teach literacy, yeah, brother. financial literacy. So they teach homemaking and they teach sex ed classes, but nobody teaches us about emotions, yeah. about self, anything that's cognitive behavioral is not taught, which is why we're everybody's so scared about going to a you know, everybody thinks that that therapists are the worst possible thing that can happen to you. Yeah. And that they're we're crazy you know, if we do. You know what I'm saying? There's something wrong with us if we do, you know. And and the thing is that, listen, you know, if you're going to play football in, in school, we need a coach. Yeah. If you are going to go into drama, you're going to you need a drama teacher. Yeah. If you need a director for an episode, you need somebody is always being a coach. Why is it that when we get all of a sudden stuck in, in these in this uh cognitive stuff that we're afraid to go talk to a doctor yeah you know the doctor's our coach and people need to look at at a a therapist as coaches as life coaches and we're emotional beings bro like that's all we are is emotional beings but no one talks about emotional you know intelligence no one talks about how to deal with whatever we're feeling or what we're going through inside how crazy is that though right right and i'll share this with you with what uh, during the panic um, the doctor said to me one thing, he goes, Mauricio, you need to also give yourself a break because you as an actor experience emotions that an average person does not experience in a lifetime. Mm. So also think about that. Your mind doesn't know when you're lying to it. Yeah. You're acting, <laughs> but you're manipulating your mind to believe that it's real. Yeah. So your mind doesn't know that that anxiety that you're producing is for the character. It thinks it's real. Yeah. And I'm like, Holy shit. That is profound, brother. So true and profound, bro. That's why so many actors go cuckoo. Yeah. Do you understand people yeah. that do method? They they lose their shit. Yeah. A lot of them. And, yeah. and that's why there's there can be suicide within the entertainment industry because we do we put our, our bodies through a lot, a lot of think about it, a lot of suffering. We I mean, think about this. We gotta play characters that murder people and we're not murdered yeah i know so crazy. Take them to that's those... all i play bros <laughs> yeah i mean and, and, and you know it's so so we got we got to also learn to take care uh, you you've seen me on set bro yeah i i action and i go into it and they say cut and i'm out of it yeah i don't i don't stay in some dark place yeah i i don't i don't think it's good i don't believe in it yeah i think that we're we're once you know the lights go on in the theater, um, it's it's go, and then one, the, once that curtain goes down, it's done. I'm Mauricio Mendoza. Mm-hmm. I am not that character. Yeah. A lot of actors, um, you know, for example, like um, Daniel Day Lewis. That's yeah. why he he takes time off. Yeah. That's why he decided after this last movie, yeah. um, that he needed to not do this anymore. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't realize what actors put themselves through yeah. emotionally. Yeah. And uh, I've learned to de- detach myself. I don't do method anymore because it it, yeah. it hurt me. It hurt me profound, uh, profoundly. Um, I let my technique kick in when it needs to. Yeah. And uh, and I trust it. I've learned to trust my technique. 
and you see me, bro. I'm easy, bro. I, yeah. I, I get into it easy and I'm out, and I yeah. get out of it easy. Yeah. I've just learned to trust. I've learned to trust me and I've learned to love me first. You know what? There was something powerful that you said that that really rang true to me, brother, um, that I want to explore a little bit more. You said that the mind doesn't know when we're pretending or not. It doesn't know the difference. And so, like, let's talk about that in connection to what we think about every day, what we visualize, what we're visualizing every day, because the truth of it all, that's part of the anxiety and fear, right? When we're thinking of the future of some shit that hasn't even been created yet, because that's ultimately right. like we create our future through the present moment, or sometimes we're so caught up in the past that we're, we're, we're keeping the past alive only in our thoughts because factually the past no longer exists factually the, the the future doesn't exist because it hasn't been created so whatever we're thinking and visualizing and feeling emotionally is what we're creating for the future but most people aren't even aware of that my brother it's it yeah you, and, and what's powerful is i remember they uh, they did this technical thing with me uh, one of the doctors um um he he said okay mauricio i want you to imagine that you're eating this lemon mm -hmm. that you're cutting this lemon mm -hmm. all right and so they put me through the imagery. Okay, now I want you to cut this, and then you're going to look at the lemon. Now you're going to squeeze the lemon. Yeah. Now I want you to pick up that lemon and squeeze it into your mouth. Okay. Now, none of this lemon exists in life. Right. It's just in your head. Yeah. Brother, by the time I sucked that lemon, yeah. I felt like I was eating the lemon because my tears were coming out. I could, like right now telling you, That's... my taste buds, I feel like I'm eating the lemon. <laughs> Too. My mouth felt like I was like, like when I after I ate a lemon and how good it tastes, but how, how sour it is still. Exactly. That's so crazy, bro. So that's acting. Yes. That is acting. Yes. Right? That's that's why actors can see dinosaurs running. I mean, we create yeah. shit in our head. So yeah. imagine we create acting uh, roles and then we create shit that is not there. Yeah. Right? That we we think is there. One of the best examples I always tell people is I'm I fucking, uh, I have a friend of mine. Uh, we both know him. Yeah. He does not get in, in elevators. Okay. He's afraid to get in elevators. Deep. Um, I am afraid to get in elevators, yet I get in elevators. Yeah. And he goes, how do you do it? And I go, because I will never give in to my fear. Mm, I will never let my fear control. I would rather yeah. be in that elevator and lose my shit. Yeah. And go through whatever I got to go through. Oh, I love because that. Because I realize it's just a fucking elevator yeah i love that what's gonna happen if i get stuck in that elevator yeah nothing yeah. so i always <laughs> got to remind myself that i i got to get through it and uh, that's why also i can be an actor yeah as actors we, we get nervous before auditions you know yeah. I, i'm I, I, you know I've, I've been at this for over 40 years professionally yeah. and i can still go to audition and get butterflies yeah but yeah. i still go into that room and, right. and 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 give my best and sometimes my nerves I'm not gonna lie sometimes yeah. my nerves get the best out of me but yeah. most than not they don't yeah you know and and yeah. as actors we we have to become these these shells of of power because we get no's more than yeses yeah also yeah so our ego gets uh, take, takes a beating because you know if you're not secure with yourself those no's can become a detriment to how you feel about you. Yeah, so you know, you know what? I, I love that you said that, brother, because a lot of people don't realize that 
um, my my journey as an actor, bro, I, and I, I really resonate with it because it's kind of like supported my life and what I'm creating for myself in my personal life as well. Because you get rejected all the time. And yep. so you truly have to either like deal with it, face it head on, or have it eat you, spit you out alive. And, and it won't work because the truth of it all, and this is like in life period, nothing is personal. Nothing. Even if like you, you know, you approach a, a lady and you get rejected, it's it's not personal. You know, they, she just might not be, you know, vibing you or not might be in alignment with you, whatever the case is. But it doesn't mean anything about you as a person. So when we get rejected, usually we we take it personal. We internalize it like we're not good enough or, oh, man, we, you know, whatever the whatever our story, our mind comes up with. Right. But it's never personal. And I feel that's what's helped me in my journey is know and understand that I know me and I know who I am and what I bring to the table. Nobody else can bring me to the table. Nobody else can bring Mauricio Mendoza to the table. And so as long as we give it our best and we, we really set ourselves up for success by putting in the work, the prep work and everything after that, brother, like I let it go because before I would be like waiting for the call and hoping that I got my agent to call me and tell me the good news and so on and so forth. And then I started realizing like, what am I doing? Like, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, whether I'm here thinking about it every minute of the, of the you know, after the audition or whatever. And if, if I'm not, I'm not, even though I still think about it after I leave the room. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of Absolutely. like, hey, Absolutely. You know, let it go, do my thing, and then move on. And, what, and, and what, imagine taking that approach in life, bro. I love what, what I watch you and, and, and you share so much with me about what you're doing. Yeah. I go, that's, I go, attaboy. Yeah. You're not letting for opportunity to come to you. You're going for the opportunity. Absolutely. You're making your opportunities happen for you. You're yeah. making your success. You're not waiting for some Hollywood executive yeah. to open that door for you. Yeah. If we, you know, you can't wait for it. Yeah. You've got to go look for it yourself because we, we also have the power to make uh, stuff ourselves. That's why I started producing. That's why Jennifer started uh, started different entrepreneurs. That's yeah. why we're in the financial business. That's why, yeah. you know... So many uh, different things. And I'll tell you also, um, one of the things that also has made a, a difference in my life and how I instill this into my children is, is how I educate my, my kids, you know, is, yeah. is how do I want my children to be? I don't want them to wrestle with anxiety. I don't yeah. want them to wrestle with this, uh, their, their self-confidence. So, yeah. you know, with, my, with our seven-year-old specifically, we, from the moment she wakes up we we tell her okay uh, what are you and i'm enough you know we, yeah, we're, I love that. We're, I love we're, that. we're we're teaching it ourselves yeah. we have her we have it written in the mirror in the room i'm enough yeah. and we tell her what are you working towards excellence <laughs> um, what what can you be anything so we raise children that are powerful we i, I want to raise children now i'm telling you no nobody's perfect so it's not like i think we're going to raise this perfect child yeah but guess what man i'm already giving them from my life experience, what I didn't get yeah. that I know could be better and I'm already giving it to them. So it's already that gift in itself in my life yeah. has been the most powerful. Oh, I love that, bro. I love you that. Know? So beautiful, brother. I'm so excited right now, man, because I'm just feeling the energy, bro. I'm feeling it strong right now. And it's crazy because I just listened to Tony Robbins for three hours this morning, bro. And yeah. One thing that I, that a golden nugget that I walked away from in these three hours, it's in alignment with everything that we've been talking about, 
is man like nothing's ever gonna be perfect there's no such thing you know what i'm saying and on top of that is like most people run away from the fears most people run away from you know the our emotions and the pain or the anger or the struggle you know the anger the struggle whatever but in reality if we were to just kind of step into our courage drop down to our hearts and actually run towards them and embrace them they'll have less power over us. As a matter of fact, there, there might be so many lessons there for us to continue on our growth or evolving in the human experience. So that's the beauty of it. I, what I learned today is embrace the suck, embrace the struggle, embrace the disappointments, embrace the failures, embrace it all because it's got nothing to do with you, but it's got all the medicine and all the, the juice that you need to continue moving forward and evolving as a person. You know, amen, brother. Amen. (laughs) I I always, you know, we got to step out from what it is that we think we know. Yeah. Sometimes we don't know what we don't know. That's right. That's right. You know, that's why I love being in my relationship with Jennifer, because I know that from from my last marriage onto this one, I took out what I was willing to do and not willing to do. Yeah. And with Jennifer, I've been willing to do everything. Yeah. Because (laughs) there's trust in our lives. Yeah. There's integrity. There is love. um, And we, we both rise to the occasion together and we keep each other aligned, by the way. Yeah. We keep each other in integrity. If we're, if we're out of integrity, we remind each other, Oh, you're out of integrity or, and we've learned language. Like what's your, you know, are you yeah. being triggered right now? And yeah. We've learned different languages that also has helped our relationship yeah. and our growth. And, um, and I'll always say it, man, again, I'll, I'll keep saying it, that what I do does not define the person that I am. Mm, there you go. There you it, go. And, uh, you yeah. know, uh, and I, I, I admire you, 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 you are somebody also that I look at and I admire what it is that you're doing. You're a guy who who's from San Diego that said, this is what I want to do. And look at what you've built from, from what I've known. You look at, look at the first, look at the career that you've built, which is a testament to your relationship to, to people. Yeah. Yeah. Because people, and and I remember going to see my father's love at, uh, in San Diego and how you pack that house. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, that's not, not a lot of people can do what you did. Yeah, brother. And there's a lot of love for David Fernandez out there because you're putting you're putting so much love into the into the into the world and universe that uh, it's it's admirable, man. And I'm glad that I get to to partake and 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 know you and that yeah. we get to have these kind of talks. We actually talk. You and I can talk about anything and still laugh. Oh, for sure. Laugh. Yeah, I love that, bro. That's what I love about our relationship, man. You know what's so crazy is like I can't believe it's already 40 minutes in into this podcast, brother. Like. I'm telling you, this podcast is probably last like eight hours, like no joke, you know, and, and, I, and I have to say this, brother, because you brought up your wife um, throughout this podcast and I, I want to honor her as well. Jennifer is also an actress and she just came out in a film with uh, Ben Affleck called A Way Back, right? Or The Way yep. Back. Correct? The Way Back, right. So check this out, bro. I literally went to the movie theater at like 10 o'clock at night by myself to go see that movie and, and support and just, you know, cause it, it, that movie actually kind of, you know, I resonated with it for whatever reason, it, it caught my attention when I saw the trailer and bro, 
I was crying in the movie theater, brother. That yeah. that movie reminded me of my son that I lost, bro. So there was healing, there was medicine in that movie, and just to have your 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 wife seeing her on the screen doing her thing, oh, brother, you guys are a power couple, man. I I, I love you guys so much, and I really thank you for taking the time with me here today, brother. I'm really really happy with uh you know you know just you being here and sharing your heart, bro. Like I love you, brother. Thank you. I love you too, brother. And you know, you know, you can always, I'm here. I'm always going to be here for you. For sure. Um, always, always. You know, I always pick up the phone. Even if yeah. I don't pick up the phone, you text me, I call you back. <laughs> for uh, sure, for sure. Bro, uh, I love the ride you're on. I feel, like, and you're right. I think we're on the same ride. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely the same ride. And I'm, I'm glad that we're on it together. And I, you know, because it's, it's, it's always better to have this ride with people, with, yes. with people who, who want to just, have fun and enjoy life, man. Cause it's, it's really life, bro. I'm 50 years old and it went by quick. Yeah, brother. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? feel you. I feel you. So check this out, bro. Uh, we're, we're the way I like to finish our, my podcast is by asking this, uh, important question. Okay. Got it. So here's the question. Cause we're about to wrap it up. So I want to end it with like, uh, just a, a beautiful, beautiful, uh, you know, spread of love right now. Right. So here it is, brother. If you have the microphone to the world right now, you have the microphone to the world. What would you, and the world is listening, what would you say to them right now? Oh my goodness. I would say learn to love each other. Mm. We're one. Do not mm. separate each other based on color, on creed, on religion. Yeah. Don't allow anybody to separate us. We are one having a human experience of this. Yes. Life is too short. Yes. Let's party together. <laughs> That's it, brothers. Yes. Awesome. 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 Well, once again, my brother, thank you so much. Uh, I'm feeling great right now, bro. Thanks to you, man. So thank you once again. You know, I I love you, brother. I love you too, my brother. And we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Sounds good. So for my listeners that are listening right now, tuning in, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being here with us on this journey, on this experience. I love you guys. Once again, earn your life. There you go.